Welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon, the host and founder of the Chronicle Podcast. This is Pro Wrestling Talks. And with me, I have Fave, Afrik, Toby, and joining us for the first time ever, Pat. So, um, in the world where Vince McMahon has ended in his retirement later, and where um, Stephanie McMahon is co-owning the company with someone we never thought we'd hear in that company, McCann, and Triple H back where he belongs in the talent pool. I'm so glad and elated to have this session because I believe if I'm, if I'm the only wrestling fan out there, some people are also happy to get to talk about things, big man's retirement, whether in a good way or in a bad way, but for the fact that man is stepping down for just, a few, I mean for a second, let's just see how this company can go for, let's say a month, let's give it like a month, 30 days to see where they can handle the company without its shadows. Um, I for one believe, because of course, as someone that has something to has something going on, I can't even imagine the fact that I'm like, oh, I'm going to hand over everything to somebody. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything anymore. I'm not going to try to get the boys to join. I'm not going to do anything. I just want to sit back and see someone run it. So already, something that is very hard for John to do. You don't know where his mind was or how it was for him or what made him take that decision to do. Of course, we know the scandal going up here, here and there. Well, I'm so elated to get to talk to the guys today and I want to go straight up to somebody I'm so proud and happy to have be part of the team and um, none other than I've, I've been doing his job for him for the past three weeks and he's been crazy already doing it for him so I want to go straight up to Toby. Toby, how are you doing? How's your week and what's going on and how are you just doing? Okay, so um, also I would love to hear from Fave. Fave, how are you doing? How's been the week? How you? How's the grind? All thanks to God. Uh, all right. Um. Also, I mean, I don't know what's going on with his bedroom boy today, but Afrik, Afrik, how you doing, man? Oh wow. <laughs> Africa, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey. How you doing? How's been your week? I don't know what's going on with you. Are you sad that Vince is gone or, or what? Like, what's going on with you? I mean, I'm not getting the hyper Africa today. What the fuck is going on with you? Oh, what with the F word already? <laughs> can you hear me? Africa. Um, I can hear you clearly, man. I can. I don't know if you can hear me over there. Alright, so um, also join us for the first time ever, I said earlier on, Pat. Pat, how are you doing? How's been your week? How is everything going on? And how are you guys handling the Vince retirement over there in Kenya? Uh, my week has been fine. I've been fine. I was not able to join the other podcast because you guys were, you were, you were pushing the podcast at around well, 1.30 a.m. in Kenya. Okay. Um, but I'm happy to join you today. <laughs> oh, it's about 7 a.m. over there. Um, I I was saying I, I believe you said um Kenya was um uh, um ahead of us in time. You said it's about 7 p.m. over there, right? Or yeah, at right now it's about 7 7 p.m. Wow, 7 p.m. and we already uh, we are two hours behind you. I, oh, Pat, I'm so happy talking to you because 
um i believe for the longest time we've been talking and like planning like when are we going to finally do this and i'm so planning to have you on today um one of the biggest stories or the biggest topics going on right now is the retirement of one Vince McMahon, the head the boss the father the trailblazer the game changer i mean you call him whatever whatever you want to call him the boss the chairman whatever you want to call vince vince has been that one that has created moments Vince has been that one that has created a whole bunch of things for us not only as wrestling fans but as humans because if um whatever um whatever is your cup of tea when it comes to pro wrestling i mean vince over the years has handed us that cup of tea for the past if not 50 years i mean this man created one of the biggest show in the history of entertainment and i'm talking about wrestlemania putting asses in seats every single year breaking records and um early hours before smackdown live at um, um boston and this was uh, about 9 p.m here in nigerian time he tendered this um this um yeah this later that got to us um as i approach i and i read this is what vincent as i approach 70, um, 77 years old i feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and ceo of wwe Throughout the years, it's been a privilege to help WWE bring you joy, inspire you, through you, surprise you, and always entertain you. I would like to thank my family for mightily contributing to our success, and I would also like to thank all of our past and present superstars and employees for their dedication and passion for our brand. Okay, most importantly, I would like to thank our fans who have allowed us, aligned us into their homes, work. Welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. Sorry for the interruption. I um I would like to come from where I stop. Most importantly, I would like to thank our fans for allowing us. And sorry, this is Vince. Um, later to the fans. Um, okay, into your homes every week and being your choice of entertainment. I hold the deepest appreciation and admiration for a generation of fans all over the world who have liked, currently liked, and sometimes even loved our form of sports entertainment. Um, our global audience can take comfort in knowing WWE will continue to entertain you with the same fav um, favor, dedication, and passion as always. I am extremely confident in the content, in the continued sorry success of WWE, and I leave our company in the capable hands of extraordinary group of superstars, employees, and executives. In particular, both chairman, sorry, chairwoman and co-CEO Stephanie McMahon and co-CEO. Nikan. As the majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE in a way I can. My personal, my personal thanks to our community and business partners, shareholders, and board of directors for our guidance and support throughout through the years, then, now, forever. That was from the chairman himself, Vince Kennedy McMahon. So, guys, after reading that or seeing the tweets and whether negative or positive reactions from the audience or the fans around the world, um, what has been your reaction and take? And I want to go first of all with um, Toby. Toby, what do you think? Seeing this this morning, like wow. I knew I knew the allegations and whatever I was that was coming after him. I know it cost him some, but not the like. The retirement stuff, like the CEO position and everything. Because I know we know Emily's men always 
get his way out of almost everything, things like that. So even uh, 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 Chris Jericho, the last podcast he did with uh, with uh, uh, I forgot the name of this podcast. Was it? Uh, was it? What? Was it? Uh, okay. What? I remember. He talked about this, like uh, things like this happen. He said yes. Like we think we can get in trouble for it. He said he doesn't think so. So it's a show to everybody. Yes, but he's gone right now. So I think hopefully the will be able to promote or produce a better uh uh uh. release yeah the press release by Vince what did you make of the situation and how was it what was the reaction I know we we saw positive and negative reactions from the fans all around the world but what was your own reaction to Vince McMahon finally stepping down as the CEO and um, chairman of the board first of all um, I'm not surprised you had because the sexual allegations like the company one of the they have, they have work ethics in the company we're supposed to get sexual with or a being in a relationship with a person you work with. Everybody right, say business is business. Um, relationship is relationship. You don't mix business with pleasure. And in the US, they are very, very, very. This is any form of allegation at all. There's any form of allegation at all against the CEO. That CEO is retiring immediately. This is about those in which time says. I'm not surprised if he was going to retire. There were there were rumors that was going to be there. And plus number two, um, Vince McMahon bought his first company in 98 something, I think so. And since then, the wrestling world has been tremendous, you know. So I don't really know. It's definitely mature enough to take handle take over that company. Okay, we're complaining about him changing to two point oh, trying to play. No problem. It's to play mature enough to handle his position now. You know, there are very vital and political questions to be asked currently. The demand is not that, the is not old for a man to, but well, the allegation too, he's meant to be there, but the system is not old for a man to, um, to continue his company because he's been doing a tremendous job. I mean, the reason why he started to play was because the place couldn't go head to head with AW, because he doesn't expect the company out of the blue to just come and start competing with him or ratings and viewership and, and attendance. A fan, fan base, um, just a company of how many years ago. He didn't expect that. So these people he put in place, are they mature enough to handle this responsibility? They are the handling of over four decades since he brought the company from his father. All right. To be asking those questions. All right. And so in the, uh, in a couple of months and um, years, we see whether they are or they are. Thank you very much. All right. So um, if there's anything um. We always, I always appreciate having you on is your controversial takes on every matter. I would love to get into what she said because that was one of the things I wanted to go on in the books. Like, I was on the books to be discussed today. But I don't know the way you said it or how you meant it. But before we get into that, I want to, I just want to get the general take from everybody. So, I'll have to go to um, the new kid on the block. Talk, man. Talk, man. How you doing? 
how was the reaction um, to the Vince McMahon's um, retirement? And of course, we had the positive and negative reviews. But what was your own reactions to the news of the boss stepping down? Yeah, uh, no, mostly like that. Uh, mostly like I have them like because I was surprised to. Uh, I just felt like. If he's retired, at least maybe she hand over the company to someone that will make good use of that position. Because I I read a rumor that Bokesna might end up leaving if since Vince and maybe some wrestlers might want to follow and leave. Vince had that kind of that positivity that um like we're just very famous on the company shop, so. As it's going, I just hope the person that's going to be in charge now will be able to fill in that position as uh, as the general manager of WWE. All right, um, incredible take from you. Um, I mean, one of my co-hosts who's always so hyper and always so enthusiastic about everything today is just so cool and calm. And even as much as I want to get into that, I will have to leave it up to where we get off the air. But man. Afrik, I mean, you've been one of that fan of Vince McMahon and everything. You have sometimes you get so angry, like, why is Vince, why is Vince doing like, why is Vince like this? Now the man has stepped down. What's your reaction? <clears throat> am I audible? Am I audible enough? You are, you are, man. Go on. Thank you. Okay, um, so um, Vince has retired. Um, first of all. I know Vince won't really hear this conversation or any of things, but I just want to use this opportunity to say thank you for the man that made my childhood. Okay. The man that made me realize a dream. Hmm? All right, go on. I appreciate the man that made me realize a dream that I want to accomplish in the future. The man that made, gave me entertainment, gave me wrestling, gave me something to fall in love with. And now that he has retired, I hope whoever takes over does either a better job or gives us a good quality. So that's all I can say. All right. Um. I mean, wow. For a freak, I always have a lot to say. Come on, talk about a shock to the system. Um. Pat, I mean, Pat, you're coming from a place very different. I don't know how wrestling, uh, wrestling is received over there in Kenya. But um, how are you? How is what's going on with you with the, the news of Vince stepping down as the CEO and uh, chairman of the board? Uh, first of all, I think if, you, if you've been paying attention to what's going on in the US, it doesn't come as okay, it's a shock in the wrestling world. But if you've been paying to what, attention to what has been going on over there, that was bound to happen. They take these sexual allegations very seriously over there. So okay. I don't think there's any other outcome, but there was only that, that sense of maybe can, he may get away with it. But in the end, <laughs> They finally got him. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's all I can say. Okay, amazing. I mean, I know when it comes to um, favor, favor always have um, some, I'll call it controversial when it comes to it because you're like, the take is same. So he mentioned something about uh, the, people are, the people in the positions now, are they matured enough for the pressure and the, the caliber of that position? Are they are they the people that can you know burn bridges just to make sure something decision must be taken? Like 
are they oh, like that position is it uh something that they can handle and um when it comes to the likes of triple h and Stephanie, because those are like the two main people like i can put nikan at the side even when i don't want to put him there but the two the two core people now in question is stephanie and trips and we know what trips have done to uh, are done with the nxt that it was given even though it was not to the eyes of the chairman himself but he did something that made nxt the most pivotal show to watch every single week sometimes even beating aw dynamite i'm not talking about ratings but i'm talking about match quality and storyline wise i mean aw came out and said they don't want to uh they, they want to give give us pressing shows no entertainment and everything but at the end of the day, right from the first, um, the first AEW Dynamite, they were putting in the um, those um, sport entertainment vibes with their storylines and trying to put that, make it a, a, a um, should I call it a concert of sorts. But the people that we know that they are linked with the sport entertainment, which is NXT, then on that trips gave us match after match, so like they dealt more on the storyline part and everything. I don't want to go to um fave. I want to I want him to hear from others. So um Toby, what do you think of this controversial take by um Fave saying if they are mature enough? And I know he's referring to people like Trips and um Stephanie in particular when it comes to that. So what do you think of this take by Favor? And do you think he's right or he's wrong and why? Right. I would say he's kind of right because and at the same time, wrong when it comes in terms of triple H with triple H because like we're talking about triple H here, this guy that made NXT what it is today, like before they turn into NXT two point bullshit. So like, no, 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 because look at NXT today. But the question is, we are just talking about the NXT. So we are now we are. No battery, please try. Um, we, 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 we be able to do that. Um, Faith, Faith. Yeah. No, Faith. No, 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 favor, favor, Faith. You don't get to ask anything. I want everybody to react. Everybody in this group right now to react. I want okay, you to no get problem. the final take. All right, Toby. If you are done, you let me know so I can ask another person no now. No no All right. Um. So Toby, go on. Okay. So, um, the question is. You know, we know Triple H and uh, NXT. Okay. Bluetooth mode. Well, I feel the world thing about the corner take by it. Um, uh, oh, right. Ladies and gentlemen, have you heard about EC Sport? EC Sport is the best and the most reliable supplement-based company going on right now, clinically tested. They offer different varieties of protein supplements like whey protein, creatine, up to first pre-workout, and up to nose pill, and a whole variety of um, supplement pills to fit into your um, workout plan and to maximize your gain at the gym. Um, for the whey protein, so to, to maximize, um, to give you muscle recovery um, for the creatine, to give you um, energy and power, optimus pill, endurance and limb body mass, up to four pre-workout, power and limb body mass. You can check them out. Depending on your on your gains, you can get one or two of their products. They're very effective. As you can see, all their reviews are great. And their products just sold out quickly, especially the protein. So for 10% off, use my promo code FAVOR0. 
yeah, to, to get 10% off all your purchases in my promo code Favor O. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. That break wasn't planned, but we are back now. Um, thank you, Toby, for the take. Um, Afrik, you heard what um, Favor had to say, but what was your reaction to that in terms of trips and uh, Triple H in particular? Um, no gathering. I don't know. Triple H has handed over the company to Stephanie and Khan. Triple H is vice. I don't know. I don't know. Khan has, Khan has done well. I don't know. Stephanie, businesswoman, done well. Triple H with NXT, the black and gold brand, the magical show that I still miss to date. Because I don't know what this NXT 2.0 is. I don't know. This is for I don't know if it's a kids party or. I don't know. I miss the old NXT. So I guess the Triple H brings back the old NXT and Nikan does. Nikan actually gets people that will give us a good storyline and good matches and um and um. Basically, I don't know. I actually have no comments for this. Actually, to be honest, I'm just saying random things from my head. I don't know whether to agree or disagree. I'm I'm stuck in the middle. Okay. Um. So um. Pat. What do you think of the, the take by Fave say um in terms of like the maturity when it comes to the positions? I know I know Trips has been there before. I don't know if Trips has been in ta- the role of Johnny Lorinares, but I know he's been handling talent for years. What do you think about Fave's take on this? Okay, my take on this is that Yes, even Stephanie, she grew up in the business from a very young age. Yeah. So I think she has a very mm, well understanding of the business. But my question is, step down from creative, yes, but the creative team is still the same. But Vince was the one heading it. So the ideas were passing through him. So my question is, if the, if the, creative, if the creative team is still the same, but only the head of it has changed, see, they'll, they'll just keep bringing the same ideas. Just to a different person. Uh, all right. Um, when it comes to the creative thing being the same, I mean that's another thing because you take it like okay, the the bosses might have changed, but the people in the team. Um, I mean that's another topic on its own. I think we'll get into that because that has a link with Paul Heyman because we have great minds out there. Paul Heyman is there. Like they can actually use Paul Heyman to the maximum. I mean that's one that actually owned his own wrestling company. So um I will do, I don't want to go to too much. I want Faith to react, but before that, um talk me. What do you have to say about Faith's take? And um Alright, so talk me, what do you have to say about Faith's take on the conventional uh, take on if they are matured enough when it comes to Stephanie and Trips in this new position? And the NXT. If he brings the same knowledge to the upper, to the top leagues, I think they'll do just fine. All right. As um, a team. Okay. Um. So um. Talk, um. Toby. Uh. Toby agreed. Talk. Um. Uh, Pat agreed. So, but what about you? Because um. Danny was in his feelings. Uh. He was trying to like, am I agreeing or not? So, but what about you? What do you think? Um. Of the conventional take by Fave, if um they are mature enough for the position they are in right now. Talk about you there. Charge is, is not that bad in Wisha because I guess 
I, I can't talk of the who I can talk of um Triple H. He has proven himself in NSC. Many days of NSC black and gold they were legit good matches with perfect storylines. I believe and don't we have don't we have enough wrestlers that can like there is a lot of stars that can that Triple H can use Okay, so you said they are okay. So, Fave, now you've heard for, uh, from the back. Why did you say if they are matured enough? In, like, in what perspective? What's your perspective on that? I want to really get it from you. Come on, come again. Your voice is breaking. All right, so um, are you, can you hear me now? Like from Stephanie, she literally grew up in the business. I mean, you you heard from Pat himself, not only Pat. I mean, fans all over over the world knows. Stephanie has always been one of our father's wings. I wonder this now. Stephanie always did wing. Wait, or aside now? Okay, let me start with this. Aside now, when they don't give Stephanie compliments, she when she handles. When was Stephanie? Eh? You know, let's start. Let's start with that. Aside okay. now, when are when are they giving company? And the, the company to Stephanie to handle for one, three years plus. Uh, okay, look at the husband, Triple H now. He found the NXT with his man, right? Cool. Uh, how, how long has NXT been? Guys, let's now. Okay, okay, let's do this. You know, you know, you know, Stephanie, you know, when it comes to Stephanie, Stephanie yeah. has handled positions before, behind the scenes and other global <laughs> things, like all the, um, um, all these, um. Cooley cool, I can't hear you. Cooley cool. Can you hear me now? You know, he, she has handled a lot of positions outside these kind of roles. I mean, this girl has been there with all this global world, like all these, um, these yeah, BA star, all these um, um, community shit, when it comes to like touching lives and all. But she has, she's been there with, uh, she has had roles in Raw, she has handled SmackDown, she has owned some, I mean, she has been there. She, I mean, if there's anybody that has followed her that from the beginning, who maybe, who might even know Vince from the standpoint of how his brain works, that might be Vince. So that might be Stephanie, but she has never like been in like full charge. That's the only thing that has eluded her. Now she's in charge. My point. God bless you. See, I know Vince Vince fucked up though, but see, the fact of the matter still remains. I'll say it anytime in this. This this role is too big for Stephanie. It wouldn't be counted. I'm not even like that guy. I don't even give a fuck. I don't know why they made him the president. See, yeah, they, have big, they, have to be, they have to be they have to be mad. Reevaluation of what they are doing right now. I'm not saying WWE. See, do you know what it means for this McMahon? I bought it. I've handled this company for over four decades now. It's not easy for you to handle business for that point. Okay, what when is? was NXT created? 2010, Abi. NXT have been the NXT have been the uh, the third brand. I I don't even call this thing, um, the 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 Development brand. It's twenty ten. I think I'll be development brand. Before subsequently now they're actually in the, the, the top brand of WWE. Okay, on a good day now they gave to play to handle this job. If I was Vince, I'll be I'll be pissed because it's a business. And the company from nowhere like AW just came and started, started quashing us in written. I'll fire you. Are you understanding me? I'll fire you. All okay, right. we're all talking about matches, 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 matches. It's not matches. Eh? If you go into promotion, you go see murder matches and what was the world too. 
Only by that one. They want exposure, they want viewership, now business, they want money. Money no day go crumble. And why they fire most most people back in the day. Sorry for using pigeon though. But I, I listen, at the end of the day, now to play it back in his role, can he actually correct the things he has done? Okay, who are the pillars? Who are the pillars going to praise era? Adam Cole, he loved that he fucking loved that guy. Where is my nigga? My nigga has gone to AW. O'Reilly. That guy was gifted. Where is he? He has gone to AW. Abi? Okay. Who again? Oh my god. The limited kid Lee. So where they want where they want start from now? Where they want start from? Okay. Yeah, uh, all right, Alright, um there are some guys there that can actually bring out the, the old NXT vibe. Ooh. Please don't mention Tampa. Tampa is useless in WWE right now. See what they are Ooh. doing. I'm not going to mention Tampa because I don't want to mention Tampa. Alright, alright, alright. I'm talking of Keith Lee. Yeah. Alright, guys. That Chipotle was a bomb guy. Don't tell me Tampa was a Chipotle. Okay. Um. Yes, now. 
Six months without being injured. Currently, Adam Cole is injured. Currently, Adam Cole is injured, right or wrong? Six months now before he was injured. What are you talking, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably I'm miscalculated, but currently, Adam Cole is injured, right? Ah, uh, Punk is injured. Injury in a normal team now. Chill now, chill. No, 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 now, no, 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 let me ask you this question no, now. No, no. We used to complain that um, this man likes <coughs> muscular guys and all of that. AJ Star was he muscular? No. Ah, AJ Star is athletic now. They see the guy, but you will see the talk now. Adam Cole is athletic too now. No, calm down. No, no, calm down. Faith, can you calm down? Let him talk. You can react when he's done. What the people are saying right now is actually is that this McMahon has not given rise to NXT superstars. Roman Reigns was from NXT. Oh, he was from FTW. Don't mistake them. Didn't he? What was he? Why, why are you saying this? Roman Reigns was in NXT. He was in NXT. Um, guys, no faith, faith. He was in NXT. Guys, be real. He was in NXT. What this guy was in NXT? Roman Reigns was in NXT. I say for how long? Uh, but he was in NXT. That's the fact, right? See, let me tell you. Even FCW, this Florida um, Championship uh, Wrestling, the promotion is actually under WWE. If you don't know, that no one is that, yes, no it's one under is WWE. Now, now, no, it's just like me. Bro, get to your point. Let me ask you a couple of questions too, please. Get okay, okay. Now, the way you guys are saying that NXT um, superstars. When getting to WWE, like their career is over, you made you you made mention of Tommaso Ciampa. When you mentioned Tommaso Ciampa, have you mentioned um this guy Matt um Riddle? Riddle already Riddle now is being pushed. Same thing with Austin Theory. Austin Theory right now is being pushed. So we are saying that yes, you won't you can't make everybody happy. You can't make everybody happy. That's yes. one thing. I mean. You can't make you can't make everybody happy. I don't I don't remember anybody making a mention of that. Too. You are bringing an entirely different conversation from a different thing. No, I talked about no, Matthew Champa being not, not being used in WWE properly right okay. now. Okay, continue, continue. Alright, uh, but um, uh, Abad, the main point with Faith is that Trips and um, Stephanie might not be matured enough for the the the, the pressure and the 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 I mean the the uh, the power that the position currently carries. Before now, before now, the authority, who and who were the authority? Alright. Oh, that was the storyline now, bro. That was the storyline now. Who tell you today? No, now. No, now. Before now. No, now. Even with the storyline, do you know what? Do you know what Stephanie McMahon has been doing backstage? Do you know what Stephanie McMahon has been doing backstage? Even without him, she having the head. She was. Commissioner of WWE, did you know that? Commissioner, which one is commissioner again? I mean, welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. You know, when you have the when you have the boys, when you have the boys in here, it's always especially when you have the controversial one. I mean, I've already carved out a name for you, the controversial one, favor in here or fave. It's always so. I mean, come on. So, guys, I mean. We are not even saying thank you to Vince already. You're already arguing. What's next? Now, that's one thing with wrestling fans. You always want to get ahead. I'd rather just wait and let's see man what's going on right now. So now, we all were waiting for the day Triple H at least will be given some kind of power, small power for this company. 
and that day finally came yesterday. He's now the new talent relations of what he was the president or so. Stephanie has now kind of kicked down her pops and she's now on top of the table with someone we have never imagined will be part of it, Nikan. I'm so proud and happy that no one has mentioned Shane Bima because we know that guy is all about coming and having matches. He doesn't give a damn what happens with the company. Because Shane is like is that kind of kid who will be like, he's just so happy to get the matches done. I mean, help be of help, but I'm not anything to stress him. Say they won't go to paperwork, won't go handle positions. And that's what Stephanie is so good with. That would ever make her father ever put her in position like giving her the commissioner for raw. Giving her uh, part of Smana to own as a Arizona six or so. Giving her, I mean, she has handling powers behind the scenes. All this community works. I mean, having the, the, the women, when it comes to the pivotal, um, the women's division, Stephanie has been a huge part of that role with her husband, Triple H. I mean, even with the storylines, this girl has been there. I mean, Stephanie was already on that comp- in that company. Where I, that if they had to get back to her, she was being inducted into this kind of role. We, 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 I'm get guy. We are having a, are we having, we are having a conversation. Can you allow me land? So, with all this, I mean, Triple H has been given role. He has been the business for 25 years. Let's not deny that fact. He celebrated the 25, the 25th year anniversary. I believe that was 2021 or 2020 during the pandemic. So I believe that was during that time. So this guy has been here for years too. Stephanie was practically inducted into this business right from birth. And you, people are, I mean, if you listen to podcasters, you have Steph, uh, someone like um, a legend like Mickey James comes around and be like, Stephanie has always been that girl that everybody knew would someday take the throne if the father was to come down, step down. No one ever had in mind that Shane would be part of it, and that's true, we are saying it here. So the fear was, how would Stephanie handle this role? We are seeing her handle roles when she was given. Now, has she handled roles this big? I don't know if she has. So now nah, she didn't fail, bro. Nah, she she did not fail. If you are saying if you are saying failure happened, Stephanie did not fail in anything she was given. Should I land favor? Faith, if you want to if you want to hear the roles that this girl has made. If you were watchful, like when it comes to like news and everything, you know when it came to the WWE network that we have today, which Nikan now made sure that they sold it for big bucks to Peacock. Stephanie and Triple H were one of the biggest brains, if not the brains behind that streaming platform. Tell making sure that Adat sees why they should not be paying for pay-per-view shows and have them have their own network whereby people pay. To actually stream it anytime. And WWE Network was formed. Why? Because of the brilliancy of Stephanie and Triple H. There's no mumu to say, even if you be, why do you know Hanover and give his first son? Even not because of blood. But he knows the brain the daughter has. But if you're telling me if the role is too big for her, now I want to go argue with you. But when it comes to someone that is capable of handling things and making sure it succeeds, Stephanie is capable of doing that. But if it is not to your test, I'm sorry, I can't argue that. But if there's any role, I, I don't know if you want to argue anyone, you can argue anyone. But if there's anything that has triumphed over that girl having that position right now, is the fact that WWE Network 
now being part of Peacock, that they are paying big bucks for it, was formed. Stephanie and the British has that glory. NXT being what they are today is to the is to what Triple H and the crew were able to pull off. The women's division that we have today, having Ronda Rousey, having Shadow Flair, having the, it would have not happened if someone like Stephanie did not stamp her foot on the ground and be like, Pops, you need to allow these women go. And today we have them. So please, let's not be going. What do you have to say? What is NXT over the, for the past 13 years? Okay, let's read this thing a bit. What has NXT been? Okay, if you're asking me what has NXT been, I'll tell you NXT has been that factory. It has been that factory that has constantly produced stars. Okay, what has NXT been? They are, they are the factory. I mean, they are the hospital that has produced stars today that other companies are using to shine. The John Moxley that you have today, if he was not, um, mm, 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 don't, don't, don't give me that guy. The John Moxley we have today, even with his, all his, um, um, his um, dead match um, honors and everything, if he was not being polished in NXT, whether you want to call it FCW or the NXT dead, if he was not being polished, another village of Triple H, the Shawn Michaels of the world, and even the Vince McMahon of the world, Someone like um someone like Tony Khan will not spend big bucks for them. People like Adam Cole, people like other the rest of the guys that they have right now is to NXT. So what are you now telling me? What is it? Okay, why is it that everybody that goes to AW now is an ex WWE star? Well, before they came to WWE, they were already making names for themselves in of other positions. Why are they not calling them ex on all stars? Now, 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 that's the glory to what NXT did because they will not call it NXT, they will call it WWE. They were part of WWE. I mean, NXT is part of. Oh, come on, what are we arguing? Are you are we arguing the NXT and WWE right now? Wait, to oh, favor, favor NXT. Are they not part of WWE's banner? Are they not part of WWE's banner? Okay, so why would I? It's just like it's just like, um, no, fame. Um, Abbas, Abbas, can you answer that for yourself? Can you answer that for yourself if you are on the call? Did you, did you know, did you, uh, you know Adam Cole before you come in? Oh, I don't want to like for you, no. I know they want you to go for no. You understand? Alright, Abbas, Abbas, can you answer for yourself? Because if I were to answer this, I will say, why Abbas would say if um, 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 Adam Cole was... Okay, okay. Okay, can I ask you guys a question? Okay, you guys are saying, I didn't know him. I won't lie for you, I didn't know him before. Before WWE, most of the guys we know today, we didn't know them before WWE. Even Devolve, most of them made their name in WWE. Why? WWE has been here for over 40 decades. Am I right or wrong? Okay. Number two. Well, if Adam Cole wasn't fighting for Ring of Honor, WWE wouldn't know him. 
Number three, Roman Reigns said Tony, they were already fighting before they came to FTW slash NXT. So it's not that they, they were just sitting at their house and they oh, they just say, come, I pick you. Come and join NXT. You just say no. Wrong. Roman Reigns made his first debut on NXT. No, he has never worked in any other any other uh, wrestling brand before. Yeah, that, that's correct. That's actually correct. Well, that's what I, that's what I was saying. So, why are you guys regarding, why are you guys not regarding uh, them as ex so and so star, if we see it? But if they go somewhere else, you guys will be paying and regard them as ex WWE star. Like, they started making their name for WWE. WWE have polished them, rebranded them. Yes, and gave them more popularity and exposure. Yes, no one is denying that. But you guys should not forget that these niggas have been busting their ass off before they came to WWE. Period. And now, if they go to uh, AEW now, that was like, I'm surprised because wrestling fans are so fickle. You guys hated Cody Rose. Cody Rose was so hated. Eh? This guy was attacked every week in AEW. WWE came to WWE, they loved him all of a sudden. Why? Why are you guys doing like this? Why are people so fickle like this? Abad, if you can answer that, because even me, I'm confused right now. We want to answer it. Well, now, that's okay. Okay, about for the rules. People didn't hate Cody. Eh? You didn't watch it. Nobody hate this man. They hate Cody. Bro, calm down. Bro, calm down. Bro, calm down. Calm down. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it seemed as if people hated Cody. No, but they hated Cody. Let me. Let me. Let me tell you why now. They hated him. Yes or no? No lie. It seems like they hated him. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do they hate him? Do you think they hated him? Do you think they hate him? They don't. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Okay, do, you think they, do you think they hate Roman Reigns? It's a question. They hated Roman Reigns before. But now they no, I'm, talk, I'm talking about now, presently. No, everyone loves Roman Reigns now. Everyone loves Roman now. Do you think they hate Austin Theory? Do, it, do I think they hate us? People hate us in theory to the core. Yeah, then, then you don't understand. Then you don't understand hey, this hey, hey. Don't understand pro wrestling at all. You don't understand pro wrestling. Now, let me come to you. Let me answer no, you. Let me make you understand that, this thing. I'm let me make you understand now. Calm no, down. No, you've been, no, you've no, been no. talking since I gave you, I gave you the audience. No, talk. <clears throat> all right. Um, with regards to Cody Rose, why it seemed as if people hated Cody Rose was because he was making matches to his favor. Why? Because he was an authority in AEW. He won the TNT um, title because he was an, he authority. Was an authority, but he never won the World Championship. We give you the talk. Calm down now. Calm down now. You only Calm won down. the TNT Championship three times. He You've been talking ever since. You've been talking ever since. Oh, no, I gave no, you an audience, like and I never, inter- I never interrupted you. So I would please appreciate it if you, if you don't interrupt me too. Thank you very much. He won the TNT. He won the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Yes, he never won the um, world championship, AW championship. Because in as much as he is an authority there, that doesn't mean that he has the ultimate power. I don't know if you get me. Okay. Now, he wanted everything to be about him. He wanted everything to be about him. That is the truth. Cody Rose wanted everything to be about him. He wanted to be on screen every single week. He wanted everything to be about him. But unfortunately, AEW didn't give him didn't give him that. That was when he left. That was when WWE gave him an offer that he couldn't reject. He came back to WWE because the same person that left WWE and was throwing punches, throwing jabs at WWE at the end of the day, he came back. To me, that looks very stupid. 
But nothing is that we love him. He's back. No problem. Are you, are you? Him. I'm not done, please. We've accepted him. He came back. Um, your contention, which I feel you've been raising ever since, is can shall um what's her name again? She um Stephanie, and she fit into the shoes. <laughs> I don't know why we are still debating over this thing. Maybe we think she can't because she's a woman and all of those. But this lady has been working her ass out over the years. She has been working over the years. About the women's revolution, she brought about the women's revolution, bringing in um, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Belly from NXT. These women, she brought them from NXT. She was the one that instigated the signing of Ronda Rousey. Guy, if you say it was not Stephanie McMahon that did the women's revolution, then I don't know what you are saying. Well, is she supposed to bring men? She's supposed to bring men from NXT to the women. I'm talking about I'm talking about women's revolution, guy. Calm down first. Calm down first. She brought in these women and the women's matches, women's matches from tearing their clothes, using pillow, fighting playboys and all of those things. From that, we now started having women fighting tough matches, blood matches. Becky Lynch. God, God and knows both stayed open by for the first time, guy, which from before now, before then. Which woman have you ever seen in WWE bleach? I'm asking you a question. Go ahead, I'm listening. So the women's revolution of now and the women's revolution of then, which is preferable and more marketable? If you really want mm. the women's revolution of then. What is guys? Okay, fine. Let me now let me answer your question. Now, which one? Let me answer your question. I'm answering your question now. Question. The women's evolution the women's evolution of now eh, is should I say, should I say, do it as depreciated, but ah. it is, do it as depreciated. I'm answering you now. The women's evolution of now is okay. Because of the era. Because of the era we are, because of the era we are in, it is okay. Bro, I only asked a simple question, though. Yes, now, I'm saying, I'm saying, the women's evolution of now is how? Okay, do you know the likes of, do you know the likes of Tristratus? Your problem is, see, let me tell you, your problem is, I know now, your problem is, when you are speaking, when you are speaking, you want everybody to listen to you, but when another person is speaking, you don't want to listen to the person. Come on, nigga, you don't even know me, man. You I end up, you know end up interrupting, that. you end up interrupting. Can we, and can we all calm down? Can we all calm down? I'm, I'm making it personal now. Well, I'm, I'm not making it personal. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you the truth, and I'm 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 leaving this call. I'm leaving this call now. I'm leaving this call now. Oh no! Oh, 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 oh no! I'm Thank asked. you very much for having me. And it's quite unfortunate. It's quite unfortunate that I didn't get to. Abbas, Abbas, can we calm down? Abbas, can we calm down? Abbas, can we calm down for a bit? Thank you very much. Okay, guys. Can we calm down? Please, can we have the room? Can we calm down, please? Faith, 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 calm down. Faith, calm down. Let's cool off. Faith, Faith, let's cool off. Let's cool off. Let's cool off. Let's cool off. Faith, calm down. Favor, watch your mouth, please. Please, watch your mouth. Thank you so much. Favor, please. Please calm down. Abbas, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry for this guy. I mean, this is what happens when you we tend to like board heads with other uh, perspective and opinions. Um, Fave, that was that was not really that cool. It wasn't really that cool. I mean, guy, guy, people have perspective to say to you. You might not like it. You just have to say okay to it and then move on. Even if 
Person doesn't sit well with you. But guys, you know when it comes to there's one thing, Faith. There's one thing about pro wrestling fans. We are one of the most passionate fans out there. I can bet my ass off that I'm not sure even football fans are that okay. Yeah, football fans are fine because they can they can actually kill you if you mention that their own star is not as good as yours. A Chelsea fan can actually stab you to death if you say anything bad about the club. So. If there's any any other fan base out there that is also passionate and very, very passionate about what they love, it's posting fans. Our ideas and ideologies and philosophy are what matters to us the most. We don't let somebody trample on it. So, Faith, please, next time when we have a guest on, don't try to... And I love them. But please let them say their, their own piece and leave. Please. I mean, for the Corridorosi thing, I know we hate it. I know you do. I don't know what it about you. I think you always come as you attacking them. Some people don't like being attacked. So, um, we'd like to move on from there. Um, well, come on. Welcome to the Chronicle Podcast, where all the issues come out clean. I'm still Samuel Lion. That was favored. We have Toby, we have Turkman, and Pat here. Pat, you've been listening to us all wrong. And you know, when it comes to Cody and everything, I, for one, hated the fuck out of Cody when he was in AEW. I, I love the fact that he created something for himself. I love the fact that Tony Khan was able to let the guys and I, when I say the guys, I mean Cody Rhodes, I mean Kenny Omega, I mean the likes of the box, the young box. They were able to handle one position and they were able to push the company to where it is today. But when you always came to Cody Rhodes, there was this kind of, you're like, it's as if he was always trying too much for me, in my perspective. Cody always came off like that spoiled little brat that would try to show you, you thought I was not able to get a company, I got it. And I'm like, we'll try to, if anything about Cody is always extra. It was always extra. I hated his guts. But li- watching, that's what I when I say when it comes to behind the scenes. AWD did this behind the scenes um show. It was actually Cody Rose mine. Rose to the top is is um series, reality show with his wife and everything. And we got to see the other side of him. We saw him trying to build stars along too. We are like, okay, cool. I mean Cody's also trying to be a body was on camera on the show. You are getting like the, the side that you're like, okay. We were hitting on him, and even when they wanted him to turn, fans were like hitting on him, and they were like, "Okay, turn him heel already." But he's always trying to call out the baby face, the American. I'm trying to fight for the Americans, and they're like, "Come on, cut the bullshit." I mean, you can be so selfish. And I loved the interviews he did when he came out of AEW. Sorry, when he came to WWE and the interviews he was handling, saying, "I was not talk about someone not being matured for the job." This is where you can want to side with favor. But this one is way very different because Cody was never ever in that position until a bet was dropped by none other than Dave Meltzer when he was saying um, stars from the Indies cannot pull out the show. And Cody put that bet. Him and the box made the show happen. All in happened with 10,000 plus fans coming in for that all in independent show. The first ever independent show that can pull a crowd out of that, in that amount happened in 2018. With Cody Rose and the Box being the brains behind that. And from that moment on, the history of pro wrestling changed. WWE, after years of WCW not being a, them buying the company, another company opposed them. AW came, AW formed, and the minds of Cody and the rest was formed. But somehow, Cody was always coming off as that someone you would not want to come in, you don't even want to like. But when it came to WWE and you saw him, you're like, okay, so this is someone that, was, that actually worked his ass off for that. I mean, we could have gotten a, a, a point from him, a perception from him that was way different. But we did not like it. But now he's in WWE. I get the part that fans are fickle. Maybe they all wanted him to come back to WWE all along. And he came back. 
and we saw this other side of it, and he's been the most, if not the most loved. I mean, he just won the the SESPs awards, the ESPN Sports Award for WWE Moment of the Year, beating stars like the Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, beating fifteen categories to be the number one one to win. Come on. So I don't want to go into that, but I want to hear from Pat. Pat, I know you have been here listening to us for the past. I've been mean, up to like a thirty-minute show right now. What do you say about everything that I've heard so far? Can I hear from you, Pat? Yeah, thank you for the opportunity once again. First of all, I would like to start with the Stefan Triplett thing. Those people who are saying that Steph is in trade, I think they are wrong. Because Steph, this is almost. 40, is, is, she's into her 40s and she's, in the, she's been in the business since, since I mean, she was like maybe 20. So that's like, so that's like 20 years in the business. The police has been in management like 10 years and overall as a competitor, maybe 30. I'm correct. So maybe yeah. 20 something, 25 maybe. So for those ones who are saying they can't do the job, I think they are wrong, but we'll just have to let time prove us wrong or right. Okay, the Cody thing. <laughs> I think Cody has always been a. Huh? He's always been good. Okay. Um. That's cool. Um. Welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. This is still Pro Wrestling Talks. I'm your host Samuel Lyons. Still here on the call. We have Fave. We have Pat, and we have Talk by joining us. Still here. Um. The week has been crazy. I mean. I mean. I know. We know the biggest news coming in. Is the fact that um, Vince McMahon retired and um, um, a lot of heads were turned and I know that news alone can topple anything that has happened this week but we want we don't want to look past that we still want to go ahead and um, um, ensure that every other thing has been touched I mean this week has been great now for I don't I don't know if there's any other um, fandom out there in the world that gets um, a whole bunch of video content every single week I mean with Raw, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, SmackDown Live, we have almost 12 hours of video content. WWE alone have like, have much um, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. That's seven hours of weekly content given away every single week. Not minding the, the five hour content, I, I mean, is it, uh, yeah, four hour content from AW. It's, it's actually five because you have AW Elevation, Dark Elevation. That's five hours from AW. You now have Impact Wrestling to worry about. You now have other shows to worry about if you are a wrestling fan that actually watches every other thing. So it's one of the craziest times for wrestling fans, especially with everybody not having TV deals everywhere. So you can watch shows. For me, if you are someone that work, you I can't stream or I can't watch any other. I can't watch anything throughout the week. I have to make sure that I wait till weekend to stream and uh, watch every single show. So imagine sitting down for fourteen hours to 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 assimilate or to consume pro wrestling just to come in here and talk about it that's one of one hell of a job and uh having guys like favor always coming with the conjunction takes is always crazy and fun to be a wrestling fan out there so um joining us um that's uh so guy how you doing welcome to the chronicle podcast this wrestling talks man how you doing Can you I'm hear me? Good. All right, so can you get to introduce yourself once again on the Critical Podcast? Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Talks. All right, so talk about I have to go with you on this. 
So, uh, Moina Raw had a lot to offer. We had the, the titles O'Neill, the Global Ambassador coming, uh, kicking off the show. Um, the Becky Bianca has been um, reintroduced again to the story that has, that is one year in the making. I mean, this was last year, but this um, SummerSlam last year, the man came back before turning to big time backs and getting to defeat um, Bianca to win back at the championship in 26 seconds. And from that moment on, fans were so pissed. Like, now people were not like happy, like, they felt like, oh, stay, oh you're back, but to come and to come and bring down someone like Bianca Bella has been built for the spotlight for, for the past few months, and you come in and you get it done like that, it was not fair to Bianca. But she got a redemption uh, at the showcase of the Mortal at WrestleMania. And um, we had the KO Riddle segment. Seth Rollins always been the one to the glue on Monday Night Raw. The Judgment Day with the Mysterios. Um, the Usos. Um, Fury. I mean, talk about someone that is getting on people's nerves. You see, every single time he gets out there, people like, if they if they had knives or guns, they would just kill him right there or there because it's so goddamn cocky. So having to see him go, uh, one thing I love about his push even though uh, some people will say he's rushed, which is like, he's not, I don't think he's rushed. I just think he just came out of the blue. And all of a sudden, bang! He's always in our face every single week, getting that monster uh, machine behind him. I mean, having to see him go one-on-one. Last week, he went one-on-one with the great Paul Heyman and Brock freaking Lesnar on the mic. This week, he went again with the TNA original the IWGP, former IWGP heavyweight champion, and the star in WWE in AJ Styles on the mic, and even got to insult and call out AJ Styles on, uh, on his fandom and what he, he did to get to WWE, and actually shoving his own success in AJ's face. And we had the incredible match and the involvement of um, Dolph Ziggler. So to you, um, Tokme, what do you think of Theory and the fact that Ziggler is back? What do you think is Ziggler's issue with Theory? And um, what was your reaction to the segment and the match with, between Theory and AJ Styles? Um, I'm not a big fan of um, theory, but when it comes to like Mike versus Mike, the guy is very he's good on the mic actually. In calling out AJ style, I, I just felt like maybe he just he just he just did it for like just to spice up the the match between him and AJ style. I mean. If, he, if, he, if he's able to beat AJ, AJ Styles, so in a way, elevate his career currently. And the involvement of Dolph Ziggler, honestly, I don't know what Dolph Ziggler game is because since last, uh, last, last two Mondays, he has not said anything on, his, on why he keeps on attacking theory week in, week out. We don't know. But he just had drinks at the end of theory's fighting and the end of um, Spark kicking him down. I don't know his end game. I don't know maybe he wants to fight him for the money in the bank championship, the money in the bank briefcase, or he's trying to prove, he's trying to tell theory that he's still nowhere in the company. I just don't know, but we just have to wait and see what the Ziggler issue is with um, theory. All right. Um, thank you. Um, nuclear on the block on that take. I will want to be going. I'll be asking everybody on different shows. Um, so Pat, I will go with you with SmackDown Live. So Smarter Life kicking off with Stephanie McMahon naturally coming in to um, um, help stand with everybody to thank um, Vince McMahon on being uh, 
uh, the chairman for years and handling this company and taking it to where it needs to be. Uh, and then we having the sweet profits, um, theory, of course, again, talk about theory being fused in for greatness. He's now here again to actually take um, jams at the street profit and getting his companies to back. So, um, with the brilliancy of Paul, I just want to ask you part about this, the brilliancy of Paul Heyman and what it, um, it is when it comes to him handling the guys. You could see how, like last week, when he was trying to motivate Moss, motivate Suri, he tried to motivate the other person, trying to put it, like when it comes to Heyman having this great man of actually putting body hairs together while still making sure that the ones that actually paying him for to be there, making sure that the investment deal is secured. To you, Pat, how do you view Eman's bilancy and what do you think um, you can get from him and coming forward? And uh, in, 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 in the aspect of Austin Theory, what's your take on him as the superstar right now? He's a great nini. He's a showman, I think. And you can do you can do the job of getting someone over either as a heel or as a face. And Heyman has been maybe one of the biggest supporters of Theory since he was in Evolve. He might even had had a hand in bringing him into NXT if you have been following Theory. Yeah, I got to know Theory when he was in NXT, and I think I think when he was doing some good job when he was with Johnny Gagano and Candice and Indy. As the way they had a very good gimmick, he can go into the ring. I think he has just had to work on, on his gimmick and maybe and get comfortable on the on the mic to be that to be go to go on to go on the other level as to what he's going to be in the future. But I think he's doing fine as of now. I, but I don't I don't believe he's being pushed too hard. He's he's been losing matches. Only he, he won the United States Championship and lost it in more two months. One month. Yeah. Then, Money in the bank. The money in the bank, you can lose, 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 and then they can build you up when you you are about to cash in. And remember, when you are cashing in, you can you can always fail to cash it in also. So yeah. I don't know why people in I don't know why people complain every time about him. Maybe I they like, can complain like about him getting like like too much TV time. All right. I, I think the only thing you can complain about theory is getting too much TV time. Any, <laughs> everything else. That's and I have a whole take here. I think at this point in his career. He's better than Roman Reigns was at everything, in ring and promo. At no, he's better. Then you talk. Um, can you please? Can we let um? Can we let Pat talk, please? Can we let Pat talk? Pat, please have the floor. I need you to have the floor because it's your time. Talk by, please calm down. I'm only adding two sentences. I think he he's better than John Cena was at this point in their careers. Okay. In, in, in ring, in ring, in ring. Yeah. But character work, Cena has him on character work. Okay. And he's better than what Roman Reigns was at his age. Okay. Yeah, I'll stop at that. Right. Now we see. Now this is this is this is the issue when it comes to theory. If there's anything I feel the hatred comes towards theory. Is how good he is at this present age, because you look back. If they say when um when Roman Reigns started, when Roman Reigns started, Roman Reigns did not even go. At, if, I mean, you can't even put a mic in Roman Reigns' hands. But Theory at twenty four, Theory can have a segment with John Cena and hang with him. 
Theory can hang with Brock Lesnar and freaking Paul Heyman in one segment. Theory can go one in one on one with the Miz on the mic. Go one on one. I mean, look at the stars. Theory has been thrust to be having mic work and segment with since he, since Vince says I need this guy. Now this is a guy that was in the NXT and wasn't even doing anything. They brought him to Monday Night Raw during the pandemic to be one of the um, Seth Rollins' um, disciples. What was he doing? Helping Rollins to win matches and helping Rollins to have matches. Nothing was done with it. I don't know who and why and how, where it all started that. Someone said, okay, look at Theory again. We know Triple H signed Theory. Maybe the potential was not ready for him. The, the, the prototype was not there. But Vince saw, I might have another John Cena in my hands. And he decided to strap the rocket on him. Why the hit? Now, this is the issue with pro wrestling fans. When someone is too good and, and too good and too young and being pushed too well, people get mad. So, we don't want to go into the theory aspect because if you go into the theory aspect, it's going to be a long ass show. So, I'll, I thank you that for part, your take for that part. I would like to put it out there. When it comes to Austin Theory, he's the man. Believe it, like it or not, he's the man right now. If you don't get accepted now, you are accepted then. All right, so um, 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 GP, God's will, welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is the Pro Wrestling Talks. I know you can actually, I don't know if you can hear me, but you've been hearing the argument on Austin Theory. Uh, Vince McMahon has retired. Uh, what's your take on Austin Theory and also the retirement of the chairman himself, Vince Kennedy McMahon? Uh, I mean, we're losing because we're in um, next, uh, technical difficulties, but favor. I would love to get your take on AEW, on this matter. Like, this matter is really something that I need to get. When it comes to the living legend himself, Chris Jericho, and the feud with him and um, Eddie Guerrero. Sorry, I thought, oh, come on. <laughs> Eddie Kingston. So, um, <laughs> so Eddie Kingston and, uh, um, and, I don't know, what's wrong with Eddie Guerrero today? I mean, rest in peace, man. I love you. But, um, what's wrong with, um, Jericho and Eddie Kingston. I think this storyline will continue again because the way that match ended, I don't know what happened there, but the way that match ended, I still feel something uh, will happen because Kingston might have a gripe saying um, Guevara had to interrupt his match and everything. He needed, you know, he gets to do more damage, even though he was able to draw first blood with Jericho. But what's your take on Eddie Kingston and uh, the feud with um, uh, Jericho so far? Thank you very much. Um, basically, that feud is one of the most interesting feud. I mean, aside Wardlow's push, that's a feud that I'm very much interested in right now. You know, this feud has started, once I love about AWN, they'll do something, they'll let it be there, continue from where it stops. This was started when Jericho told Eddie Kingston that he cannot, because prior to when he beat Jericho, I don't know which pay-per-view, Eddie Kingston hasn't won any pay-per-view before. So Jericho told him that he cannot win, um, he cannot win um, this thing, he cannot win, uh, what do you call it? He cannot win the big one, which is on the paper view, and he cannot win a big yeah. one. Which was true. Prior to, prior to when he was beat Jericho, Eddie hasn't really beaten any big stars like that. So, as truth started from there, he progressed, progressed, led to the Jericho betraying um, proud and powerful um, Eddie, um, Eddie's boys, Eddie's boys from before. So, the truth kept on, involved the Bishovo, involved um, uh, Samagawa and his woman. So that's basically um, it's one of the hottest things going on in pro wrestling, and I love it. And Jericho getting the win right now, what we didn't see, what, 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 what the pro wrestling fans liked to hit is that they wanted Eddie to win. 
Okay. Where they already have one victory over Derrick Rose. So they should have left it like one one. One one singles. As you said, there may be a rematch, yes, where Eddie will come out and say something didn't go wrong, something went wrong, Sabugavar interfered, yes. There will be a rematch where Eddie will win. But right. for me, I'm saying this as a very big push for Eddie Kingston because I think after this, Eddie will be, a bell to be hanging over Eddie. I don't know whether it's the Atlantic, I don't know whether it's Kent, I don't know I mean, come, I, I believe it's high time, he fucking deserves it. Huh? I think he's high time. He fucking deserves it because the man has worked his ass off for the past um a bit a year or so yeah. with AEW, and I, I believe Tony Khan really loves the yeah, guy. He has been working. Yeah, he's been. And the guy has he has he has charisma and he has a um, good promo work. He can wrestle excellently. Yeah. So what they are doing now, they are using Jericho as a legend to push him to where they want him to be. And Eddie to me is a fantastic wrestler. I love him. Thank you very much. All right. So GP, can you hear me? Gosu, can you hear me? Are you there? Um, trying to get welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is the Processing Talks. Um, we've been trying to get your take on the Vince retirement and um uh, the Austin Theory uh, Austin Theory momentum right now. What's your take on the guy and what's your take on Vince finally stepping down? And do you think um Stephanie uh, or Trips at this point is mature enough for the position right now handed over to them? Yeah, I feel I just feel they can handle because they have been under him for quite a while. So I feel that Stephanie and Triple H should be able to handle the position. Okay. Yeah, it's like he was mentoring them and stuff. So yeah, they should be able to handle the position. Yeah. Okay. So um, what's your take on Austin Theory as uh, as the star right now? Okay. Can Can you hear me? I say, what's your take on Austin Theory? Sure, I can't hear you. I'm asking, what's your? Are you hearing me now? What's your take on Austin Theory? What's the take on Austin Theory and the push he's getting right now? He, he's he's doing well actually. I think some of his wins actually won them fair and square. Okay. Yeah, like um, Money the Bank. I think yeah, I think he's doing quite well. All right. Um. Talk me. Are you there? Can you hear me? All right. Do you have any question for Gosfield? I mean, you heard what he said about um, Austin Theory's take. Uh, Austin Theory, uh, this thing being okay. What's your question when it comes? Because I know you always someone that wants to like get your your like get this thing really straightened out with Austin Theory. Like, what's a question you would ha- want to have for someone like Gosfield or someone like Pat that doesn't have a problem with this push right now? Well, like this is from the beginning, it's their own opinion. Okay. It's their own opinion. It's their own opinion, basically, because I don't know why um someone said, Pat said, as of, as of now, that is better than Johnson and Romarez because of his age. So I don't even start fighting at that age. So I don't no. see why they should add the age. Um, yeah, I, that is the thing to the, the discussion. But if the two theories okay, it's their own opinion. Because if 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 you continue this argument, it's definitely not going to end. Well, well, what I just think that what I just think that theory is just too much. Okay. Like it's just, just like um, but the time people were saying that we do is not ready to be a champion. Me too. I feel that theory is not ready to be a champion. Wow. So that's my own, that's my own uh, 
opinion. So that's just it. All right. So um, okay, go I on. I think that series is good, though, but I don't think it's up to Roman Reigns and um. No, 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 no. You guys are misunderstanding what the guy said. No, 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 no. Calm down. He clearly spoke English. He said at twenty-four, Baba Idiemi at twenty-four. Theory better pass how do you now remind you to start if they were 24 then you understand, you understand Abby? You know, oh, yeah, okay, I get you now. You know, you know, you know, saying better pass them, God forbid. I believe, yeah, I believe that argument that argument is oh. really palpable when it comes to you see, you guys. If they are 24, all right, now my favorite is what time I mean, I will tell you the truth in a year. If they are 24, come on now, how many, how many are they doing? I'm at 24 currently, yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah. you understand Abby? Yeah. All right, so this is another argument that I have to come on because guys like boys or guys like um um theory are those guys you'd be like, Wow, um Hokogan was good, but I don't think if Hokogan was this age, would he be as good as this? Because you it's always so um crazy to see how fans will turn on guys that um are given an opportunity at a very young age. And they get to pull out the job very well. Look at someone like MJF, thrust in the spotlight in AEW, live TV. I'm not sure if um, he was ever in that kind of position before, but he did massively well. You have someone like um, the mysterious kid, um, uh, Dominic. Dominic was always with his dad, but I'm not sure he was ever in that kind of position. But to see him succeed now, he's doing his, I mean, he's having matches with um, people that you don't think he can handle the spot. He's handling very well. So, um, when it comes to age and everything, it's always an issue. When it comes to you see someone that is very good, you'll be like, wow, at this age, what would Otisiri be if it is 40, if it goes the way like this? That's something that everyone should be thinking about. God bless you. God bless you. If, if, I love this question you ask. If at 24, is this good? Meaning, this company has a future if they can keep him and work on him very well. So, that's one of the uh, one of the crazy things that... Uh, Fans used to actually take out initiative. So um thank you Gosu for your, your perspective. I really appreciate. Um we'd like to move ahead. I mean um, um to one of the segments we would like to call um the show of the week. And um I want to really state that um why we do this is like we try to of course we have watched the shows for the week and we're like, okay, what show was better and if any show that has the most votes with the co host um during the session actually becomes the show of the week um for my in my like we have watched smada we know what happened on smada we know um nxt with the women's uh, situation with um jordan devlin and everything going on right there we know um the aw dynamite show with their fighter fest uh, uh week two and the rampage everything i know it was like trying to like a, a show to actually push the uh ring of honor for the sun that is happening tonight on um, pay-per-view um raw you know we already mentioned of course we are forgetting the badass um in-ring segment between rogan paul and the Miz. the promo was good we saw how someone was able to fire up the Miz. so for the first time Miz has always been the one antagonizing someone but for the first time in history it's as if someone is actually coming in and the Miz has been put in that legendary status is now the legend that a new b is coming in to fight for so it's one of the craziest things you be like, I mean, how old are we getting if the Miz is now the legend in charge? It's crazy the world of wrestling and the way it has evolved and changed. So um we have um Raw, we have SmackDown, we have AW Rampage, we have everything. So 
this week had a lot of credit, but to me, the show, uh, I like the show that for me, my own person, like for the Chronicle podcast, the show that got the week based on the continued thread of storylines, the characters' involvement, and the great matches and segments, I believe is none other than the show the, that kicked off the week. Monday Night Raw is the show of the week for the Chronicle podcast. For the second straight week, they kicked off the, sh- of the week with a bang, and they did a nice job to me. I'm not sure with everything that happened in every other show, even with the Stephanie situation and the Pat McAfee situation and everything, with AI Dynamite and all, I believe in my own. From this brand, Monday Night Raw was the show of the week. So I want to get the perspective from Pat, from you first. What do you think of um, Monday Night Raw becoming the show of the week? And do you think there was a show that could have been that spot, the number one spot right now? I'm hearing you. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I didn't get the question. Come again. I was saying, Monday Raw is the Chronicle Podcast show of the week. Do you think they, they deserve to be on that spot? Or which show of the week did you, uh, do you think deserve that position? Your take. Uh, this week I didn't I didn't get to watch AEW Dynamite or Rampage, so I think I don't have to include those. Okay. But altogether, those the three shows this week I'll just go with Monday Night Raw. I think they had the most advanced advancement in their feuds and storylines. Other when you take into consideration the other the other two shows that okay. I watched. All right, all right, amazing. Um, God's will. Um, what's your take on on Raw? Because I we we tend to pick out the show of the week based on the the continuation of the storyline thread, the characters involved, and the sec the way the segment was placed and everything. And to me, uh, in my own way, like the AW Dynamite show was a little bit disorganized in some aspects. I'm not a booker. I'm not a owner of a company. I don't own a company or what. But as a fan with my own eyes, I get to see what I get to see, and I pick things based on what. And which show do you think? All right. Um, you say it's raw for you. Um, talk where I'll get back to you. Um, got you. Talk where. Um, I mean, we had shows for the week and everything, but um, which show, in your own perspective, do you think um deserve to be on that spot? And do you think um raw really deserve to be there? And why? It's raw. It's definitely raw. All right. Um. Okay. Um. Fave. How about you? When I raw the show of the week. Um, you know why we picked the show. Um, what do you think? Do you think any other show needs to be on that spot and why? One minute, man. In my, in my own biased opinion, AEW. Okay. I don't know why I didn't pick the show. <laughs> my own biased opinion is AEW. I mean, look at the main event. The, the blood match they had. The, they had between um, Jericho and, um, and Eddie Kirsten. That's the show now. All right. That's the everything for this week. Okay. Um, um, that was that's why we had a critical podcast. We, we like to base our thread on different perspective. And um, the brand picked Raw because of the continuation of the thread. Um, you saw Kev- Keo having his segment, coming back, coming around with, with, with Matt Riddle. We had the continuation with um, Ezekiel and uh, Serolens and also Riddle because they have a match with SummerSlam. Like, the, the show was all about the continuation of thread leading up to SummerSlam um, next Saturday. So that was why, like, we, the, the, the show was jam-packed. 
with stars and storyline continuation with Siri and everything. So that was why the brand picked Raw, but uh, we could see three people picked it, uh, so meaning the show remains the same. That's it for Raw. So um, we'll love now to go to the top five superstars of the week. Now, this is one of the most controversial ones because it's crazy to always pick out stars from different shows based on what they do. So, um, if you all are attentive, I would like you all to uh, take a listen to me and get to see what I'm trying to put out here. So, we have the top five list. The top five, because of their rap battle on AEW Rampage and all seeing this kid on a different light and you're like, wow. I did not see this coming. I did not know he has this in him. And I'm talking about the other child of um, Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, being a rap battle with Max Caster on AW done a rampage. If you did not watch that, go check it out. It's one for the ages. I was watching, I was laughing, like the constant rip, getting into Matt, the Bowens, getting into Caster, naturally trashing them. I love the fact Caster was laid back and allowed him to get the child. But actually murdered him in the segment. But at the end of the day, I was so proud of like what Austin Gunn could do. And for that, the entire of the Gunn family, or they were call them the ass family, the ass boys, were able to get the top five spot. So the top five spot on the Chronicle Podcast um, Superstars of the Week is Austin Gunn, the member of the Gunn Club family, being the top five. Then the number one, the, the number four position went to the, because of the, our segment with um, Big Time Bex and our match with uh, Carmella, with the thread behind it being a one-year um, storyline that has been uh, the storyline has been built for one year, and this story will actually have uh, an end to it come SummerSlam next Saturday. And she was able to, with the way she showed us why she needed to be on this spot. I mean, the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, she shared the spot in brackets. With the SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan, because of our backstage segment with um, Ronda Rousey, we saw how Liv could hold her own with Rousey. No, we did not, we did not see smiling face um, Liv Morgan. We actually saw a Morgan that can actually stand to the toe. Even if I still have doubt that she might actually pin, we'll get to do a prediction show on SmackDown. Uh, sorry, on SmackDown next week. But like one of the most scary things going to SmackDown, you're like, oh my god. Rousey is taking back a championship. So we saw um, Liv hold her own on that segment. So she had to bracket it with um, Bianca Belair, the Roman champion. So on the number three position, with the incredible work this kid has been doing at this age, at this stage, for Raw, for SmackDown, having incredible moments, incredible segments, and incredible matches. And actually giving you something, he's always having, giving you something that to look forward to next. You'll be like, what's going to be next? No one had to drag this, this uh, number three position with him. And it's also shocking to see him come from number five to number four. And now on number three position, I'm talking no other than the, the Mr. Boy in the Bank, A-Town Down, Austin Theory. Number three position goes to a because of what he's been able to do with his match with AJ Styles, with his um, decision with Usos, with his decision with um, Dolph Ziggler. So A-Town Down takes the number three position for me. Uh, not for me alone, for the brand. Um... For the number two position, with the incredible job that they had to do. I mean, if you haven't checked out this matchup in Impact, the main event of Thursday Night Impact show, um, go check it out. The Motor, the Motor City Machine Guns, um, Co. Alex Shelley and Chris Seven had to fight for the number one, uh, number one contender spot against the uh, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. 
if you haven't seen two tag, um, if you haven't seen the tag team, if you saw the match between FTR, um, Dax and Ash, go check this one out. Chris and Alex, they actually literally murdered themselves just for a, a chance to fight for the world championship. So um, that match alone was very great for me, and I'm like, wow! Imagine these two in a a, a championship match, if it's just a contenders match, and they gave their heart out there. So um, for me and the brand, the number three position went to the number two. Sorry, went to the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Seven. Wow! Woo! I can't even do this job for. Um, <laughs> I can't do this job crazy. So the number one position. I don't think uh, if you have a number one position, it has to be one of the main things going on it has to be the number one thing for the week what you were looking for for that week and it went to none other than uh, the living legend himself chris fucking jericho um we saw him with his match with um actually tapping into his um pain makeup personnel and coming in to have a badass match with eddie kingston and we can see this man evolve every single time and you're like after them like how old is he? If it's something, and he's doing this job, and he's having incredible putting himself through the hell. Wow! I mean, um, he shout out to Excalibur, the commentator on AEW. That guy can run through cards like as if it's nothing. And I try to do this job for him, and I can't do it as quarterly as as good as he does it. So I like to go to you, Pat. Pat, you've heard the list. Uh, what do you think? Who do you think um did not deserve to be on that list, and why? And who do you think? Should have been on that list in your own perspective. Pat, your floor. Uh, I um, I don't have anything to argue against the list. I think it's more or less what I could have done. I don't think I have a problem with it. Okay. So if what what have you could have uh, what could you have done if you were the one to handle the the list? <laughs> because what difficult badass list to make. Pat, can you hear me? What did you say? Oh, oh, you are, the question is mine. <laughs> <laughs> the question is yours. <laughs> Go on. Oh, 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 I thought you were the that. Okay, so what were you saying about the second question? I was asking if you were in my position to make this list. What would you have done in my, in like in your opinion, like who would you have removed or who would you have added in this uh, list? Sorry on this list. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. I okay, I was saying I I don't think I would have changed so much because I didn't watch AEW, but I saw the segment with the Asboys and uh their claim that I love their claim. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm happy that you put them at five. <laughs> they came at five. I don't know if they get hope. I love them very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love the ass boys? I mean, the ass boys are the highlights for me. <laughs> wow, the ass boys. Uh, and the Jericho segment, I watched it too. So I don't. I think those are and the WWE ones are are very are are, are better placed. I didn't watch the impact too, so I don't know about that one. Maybe yeah. I changed that one if yeah. it fit my didn't come to my satisfaction. So. You, but I think the list is fine. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you need to check it out. I mean, you need to check that match out. The tag team and uh, the the match within the tag team um of the Motor City Machine Guns. The guys killed it. Um, Goswill. I mean, you've heard the list. What do you think uh, about the list? Who do you think deserves to be in another spot, or do you think you have added someone else there? 
What's the reaction to the list, enti the entirety of the list? What do you think about the list and what, um, I mean, answer the question. You know what I asked, Gus, can you take it and answer for me, man? Um, I have anything to add. I think, even, I didn't watch Impact, so, uh, but, AW or SmackDown, the list you brought out is, is pretty decent. It's right at number five. It's pretty decent. And yes, Kijo could actually deserve that number one spot because, bro, I, that match was just, his match was mind blowing actually. But the, the list is, is pretty decent, yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Um. I mean, we have the last man actually. GP, are you there? I see we we can't still get him on. Um, Fave, you've heard the list. You've heard what we have to say. If you were if you were not happy that the brand had to pick Monday Raw to be the show of the week, you should sure them be happy that the living legend himself made it to the number one spot. What a reaction! Um, sorry, my man. He sound down. He's meant to be number two. I don't know who those impact guys are. I know them, Shabo. The impact was a really serious show. They won't be where they are. So that's not the point. Um, Jericho number one. My boy Theory number two. Um, what did you call number three? Number three, we have um uh, the Money in the Bank, um, uh, Mr. Money in the Bank, Austin Theory. Okay, who was your number two? Oh, number two is the moto, uh, the guys from the Motor City Pushing Guns that had a match for the, the main event match of the Impact show for the number one contender for, okay. yeah, they have a pay-per-view coming on Emergence. So now, Alex Shelley actually turned out to win that match. So, Alex Shelley, for the first time in his Impact career, is actually challenging for the World Championship. So, come at, come, coming up, um, Emergence, I think August 13th uh, at Chicago, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, back to what I was saying, number one. Mm. Um, Jericho number two, my boy. Um, eight town down. Number three, the Ring of Honor World Champion. That short guy is doing a great job. Huh? <laughs> that guy is doing a great job. I don't know why you omitted him. Number four, um, formerly known as um, this guy, formerly known as um, Cesaro. Is this Cesaro you want to make shot? Claudio. Claudio Castanovi. Yeah, Claudio. All right. Number four. Yeah, Castanovi is number four. Then number five, um, I'll put Brian Cabellet there. He's doing a good job. All right. Um, um, you know, when it comes to making lists and everything, it's always crazy. And to think um, the Ring of Honor World Champion was omitted, to think Claudio Castanoli was omitted, to think, I mean, I mean, John freaking Moxley was omitted too. Um, Utah was omitted. We have a, a whole bunch of superstars out there that we omitted out of the list. But... When it comes to the brand picking names, it's always controversial because you have to really go and squeeze and squeeze. I mean, like, you don't have to be, it's crazy to do this. I mean, the guys from NXT have been doing a nice job. But think of, like, it needs to be someone, uh, people that have actually done more. I mean, if you your eyeballs was not raised on the gun club, the boys on the gun club, after that rap battle, you need to watch out for those guys. And if you're actually a fan of Impact Wrestling and if you're not even a fan, you need to go check out that match. I need to get yourself to watch that show again because they're actually doing a nice job trying to re revitalize that brand. I mean, talking about putting the glue still back on, they have been there for 20 years. Even the fact that the show has been going crazy, like it's almost as if it's dead. But at least, um, Amore, uh, I, think, I think Scott Amore has been doing a nice job trying to keep that show going on. 
and thank you for that. And for the guys and girls that go there to work, I believe thank them a lot. So from the Chronicle, uh, Chronicle podcast to you guys, I know you can see the fatigue already setting in for me. Um, the week has been crazy, and I want to thank Faith. I want to thank Tokwe. I want to thank Pat once again for taking time to join us today. Thank you so very much. So for God's will, um, I know you can't. Uh, thank you so much for joining us too. Um, from the Chronicle podcast to you all. Thank you, and we have to recap the show. Vince McMahon's craziness and everything being retired. We have to look forward to what's going to happen next. And um, for Abbas, for Afrik, for Toby, the guys that joined earlier on, thank you so much for doing this with us. And um, we'd like to end on this note. Um, we love you all. And for anybody that's going through anything, personal or not, we wish you the best of luck in handling whatever you're going through. Mental health is really effective. And if you um if you you are someone that actually loves working out, I mean you need to check out um the we have the um, the EC ambassador supplement ambassador, yeah. Um Fave is here. So you need to go check out Favor. I think the the code for it is Favor or oh, the link for it. So you can check out EC Sports. Um, you can actually um for your supplements and everything on how to get your health out there, your workouts done, and to get the mo- those muscles out there. I mean, the chicks will love it. Oh come on, I don't want to go deep there, but <laughs> but go go get it if, if you are looking for the way to get just hit Allah at us, and we would like to hook you up with that. Um, thank you guys for joining us today. We really appreciate. Um, this was the processing talks. I still remain Samuel Lyon. That was um um Faith. That was talk That was Pat. That was Gosu, that was Afrik, that was Toby, that was uh, that was actually Abbas. Thank you so much for joining me. This still remains the brand. All goodness. You're welcome.